your morning routine? My morning routine if you have would one. be get up at about uh, 8 or 8.30 and then I would, uh, I usually get up and like, I'll try to do like some push-ups or something, even if it's like 20 push-ups maybe just to get started with the day and then I jump into the shower then and usually have like a cold shower, kind of like get me all um focused and you know like because sometimes i feel like when you start to have cold showers because i started to have cold showers during covid and um one of the things that i noticed when you go back to having hot showers in the morning you feel kind of like slower a little bit kind of like groggy still but it's like when you get in the cold shower like wakes you up straight away so um that that would be mostly it and then i'd uh, get ready then and jump on the bus head into university and then Typically, I wouldn't really eat until, say, about like half twelve or one. Then that would be the first. You, you wouldn't eat for the morning at all. No, I don't have breakfast. Do you know? No. Is that um? Do you find that like beneficial, or do you ever? You must have struggled with that to start, like not. Yeah. Empty stomach for the morning. Again, like that would have been something that I would have started uh, during COVID. Um, just I started reading about like this kind of intermittent fasting thing. And um, at the beginning of the pandemic, I was like, kind of like out of shape. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to kind of get in shape as best I could. And I read about this intermittent fasting thing. And it was basically like, you don't eat till 12. Then you eat between, between 12 and 6. And then you don't eat from 6 to 12 then. Right. So I would have started kind of doing that. And I felt like the benefits of that would have been just like, I don't know. It's just like, I find when I'm, when you're hungry, it's like, there's like this mental clarity you go into where you just get really productive for like, say from about eight to about 12, you get like very productive. And then the last hour is like horrible because you're really hungry then. But then when you eat it, food, it's like, it's more kind of rewarding. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like you've earned it kind of like in a way, you know? Okay. So you're earning your food. And like, do you, does that, does it ever affect your concentration levels when you're like fucking starving? I Would that, does that come into it at all? Like when you're trying to do something, like trying to do an assignment or something and like you're, does the hunger not kind of like take over half your thoughts or something? Um, it depends. I think if you do it, if you're consistent with it, no, if you're consistent and you do it every day, then your body becomes kind of used to it. And then it's, it's not a big deal at all then, but at the start, it's hard. <laughs> it's really it. hard. It's hard, you know? And what, um, did you lose a good heap of waste doing that? Yeah. 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 I was like pretty, Oh, like I wasn't like, you know, huge or anything, but I was just like very out of shape and, you know, in horrible kind of fitness levels and condition and stuff like that. And it's weird because a lot of people, it's like the opposite. Like they were in great shape at the beginning of the pandemic and then the the pandemic, then they just ate lots of kind of bad stuff. And then it was like, I was like the reverse where, no, that was when I actually got my shit together kind of thing. Yeah, I think, yeah, that's probably, probably two sides to the whole thing. I think people either got like, really fucking productive and started like exercising a lot and getting their shit together or they just yeah. was like oh look i have a break now for six months and they just yeah. didn't do anything like i don't know which way i kind of went i think i we did a thing where we did like a load of 10k runs like mm. a week in a row or something for charity yeah still don't know how i did it like yeah. i did like five 10k runs in a row and yeah. i didn't feel like if i did it now i probably would fucking paralyze i wouldn't be able to do it if i was somehow i don't know yeah i that that's that's uh, i i did that too actually i would i started running and, you know, I started at like two kilometers 
every morning and it was remember there was like the 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 7k rule you couldn't go seven kilometers away from your house went down to 2k then didn't it yeah something like that so like i have a park literally at the front of my estate so like it's a small park so i just started doing laps in the park and then i just built up and up and up and then so i started that in like when did the 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 lockdown happen in march was it march 2020 yeah Yeah. two years ago so like march then i started kind of exercising in april so then like april may june july i was probably up to like seven or eight kind of kilometers then so just proves like because you know it's just consistency and all that because like we forget like that was that was so weird like remember like you just you can't leave your house and it's like you know it's really insane to think about like we take it for granted now how weird it was yeah because i think when we were in the middle of it we were kind of thinking like geez i do anything just to be like you know in a restaurant or like mm-hmm. in a pub or like at a fucking football match or something and then we kind of like slowly, like there was no real day where it kind of all ended. Like there was no day. I thought there was going to be a day and it was like, right, cold is over. Get out. Of the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> there was no real like day like that. It was kind of just like, you know, it's like it, things are just slowly getting back to normal. But so I think people have kind of gone back into their, you know, the way like when people said the lockdown came, it was like they needed a fucking break because they were just like burnt out. I think people are kind of slowly, like, I don't know, maybe people like to be a bit burnt out to an extent. Like I think, I don't know, it's good to be burnt out. I don't know. No, I don't think so. I think it's good to be energized and good to be kind of, because, you know, burnouts. What do you think is the worst that can happen, though, if you're burnt? I'm not I'm not saying that it's it's a good thing. Sorry, I probably should have rephrased that. It's a good to be burnt out. It sounded like a fucking dumb question. <laughs> but, like, is it good to, like, go to a limit where you're, like, I don't know what the question was, to be honest. But, like. I just think if you're burnt out, you just, you do, you might, you might do like silly things. You might kind of be like, oh, I don't care anymore. Like, I'll just do this because I'm just tired of that because I'm burnt out. Like, you know what I mean? It's better yeah. to be, to be, you know, energetic and kind of active and focused. Because like, if you're burnt out, you don't want to do it anymore. Oh man, I'm tired of this fucking running. I don't want to do it anymore. I'm burnt out from it. Then you're like, oh, maybe I'll just go for a few pints. Like, you know what I mean? And then, you know, then it starts to that. Like, then you don't yeah. care anymore then. And then, do you know what I mean? Because yeah. burnout also, like, that's just the mental kind of side of burnout. But then as well, like, burnout can lead to, like, injuries. And there's actually, yeah, there's actually yeah. physical burnout. Like, yeah. But, um, yeah, and it's kind, of, it's kind of balancing it a bit because, like, there's one side of it where people could kind of use it as an excuse. Like, let's say you've done three or four days in a row and you're just a bit tired and there's a bit of tiredness in the legs and you don't want to go out and run or do something tough. Like, and then it kind of is used as a, it does get used as a cop out a bit. Like, I don't really know what it's like. I've never been burnt out. Like, I've been, like, tired, all right. Mm. And, like, there's a time like when you have to take a break and whatever like but i don't know like you know the way goggins like you wouldn't want to be taking like you want to take advice off goggins but you wouldn't want to be following his fucking program like david goggins like you know the way he says like he feels tired or he feels like literally he can't even put thoughts together he's that tired he just yeah he just does it but like it's not many like humans are built like that no he's 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 such a uh david goggins is such a strange and I mean strange in like a positive way. I don't mean he's like a weird guy. I just mean he's like, he's been on opposite ends of the spectrum. He's been like unmotivated, out of shape, you know, young man, undisciplined, like, you know, yeah. unfocused, everything was, and then he completely changes. And not only does he become like, is he, I, he, I think he might be one of the most decorated. He definitely has a lot of kind of, I'm not sure of the specifics, but like, I think he's he's very decorated in 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 the so in being a soldier and being a Navy SEAL. But not only that, 
then after he's a soldier then improves everything then he's like no no i'm going to become a triathlete then. Yeah, yeah. and then he does makes all these accomplishments in, in, in being a triathlete so he's just a very uh, there i can't think of anyone else really like david goggins who's only because of that thing i said where it's like he he went from literally being the most unhopeful person like the most person who was like had no goals and didn't know what to do in life to literally like that man has stats now like, yeah, you know? oh, he's, he's <laughs> the king now like. yeah and even the thing like the pull-up record is so mm. impressive because like anyone who's ever done a pull-up not like all his things are impressive because like like anyone who's ran either knows how fucking tough it yeah. is when it go when they go on this so like doing pull-ups like yeah. to do pull-ups for 24 hours straight yeah like even doing three sets of pull-ups makes me feel tired never mind like fucking do it like it, it's really tough like yeah mm-hmm. and do them i don't even know how many he did but he did like he did a fucking world record he did more than what anyone else has done yeah i don't think it's ever been beaten since yeah he's just he's just fascinating like it's mm-hmm. like he's it's like he brought his mind to like no one because no one can say he was born because what you were saying about like how he was just like how he had all this shit and he's really demotivated and stuff yeah. like he he brought he literally carried his mind up the fucking mountain and yeah. he just turned it he turned himself into a fucking animal mm. he's not he, i wouldn't even classify him as a human anymore because he just has a different and the weird so thing impressive, like, oh, absolutely and the weird thing about him is like if you read about other kind of athletes or you know people who have achieved things they always had people they had someone who picked them up like if you read about like mike tyson or something mike tyson would have been someone who was you know on the street and kind of with a bad crowd and kind of getting into kind of you know bad things and then he meets this old boxing coach uh kuzumato i think his name was and uh, he you know lifts him out of that and turns him into you know mike tyson like sculpts him into this like yeah. animal but the weird thing about goggins is is like goggins did it all on his own like he completely like just became the master of himself like you know there was no person that had helped him not to like denigrate kind of mike because you know mike tyson is, is amazing as well but just that's another unique thing about him is like you know i'm sure you've had it too like if you've been in kind of you know whatever kind of ever been in a bad place or been unmotivated you have people around you whether it's your parents or your friends or your brother or sister kind of will you know take you and kind of be like you know kind of shake you a bit and kind of say you know come on it's time to get back on it like you yeah. know but for him to like literally have nobody and to just do it all himself is just another amazing yeah it is yeah unique aspect of him. and the fact he did ever like and i think everyone has kind of moments when they like as you said like are kind of on their own but like in general most of the time don't have people kind of have this thing that oh i'm on my own i'm kind of struggling on my own but most of the time you do kind of have someone helping you you mightn't think they might be putting the arm around you but you do have someone maybe fucking even making a cup of tea for you or something <laughs> that like goggins I'd, I'd love to see what he what his life was actually like when he was actually kind of striving like coming up doing the navy seal so i'd love that would be a documentary i like obviously they didn't record anything like that mm. but imagine like oh yeah it was did. like the making of the like any documentary on it would be fair class but like it was like the making of a fucking beast like, yeah super superman yeah. Want a real life superhero or something yeah jesus yeah no i really like david Gunn's. and obviously i don't know there's like an there's like a need clearly like a need for stories like that or people like him because that's why his books sell so well and that's why he goes on these tours and that kind of thing so you know no he's a very cool guy yeah no, like he's pretty cool um but yeah no i think i don't know i, I think he kind of like the message he promotes just like to not give up that easily i don't know i think 
not to like throw you know people like love to just like say oh this generation or this people give up easy like i don't think it's i think it's just everyone in general like people just give up a bit too easy sometimes and they kind of it's like to run away from like that's something i even tried to say this year like just don't run away from something if you get a bit something happens just try to calm yourself down like it's yeah. a pretty useful i'm not saying i don't fucking i could flip mm, the lid as well like sure. fucking like but absolutely it's um it's just interesting how he, he just it's i just like his the way he is about him i don't know he just he promotes a good thing i don't know what you're big fans of big fan of uh peterson aren't you um i like a good bit of what he says some things i don't agree with entirely but uh some of the things he says are i think are good i've read some of his books and a lot of the stuff he preaches is it's like similar things except the thing about him would be like he'd probably I guess he would um, preach more mental discipline. Mm. Like it would be all mental and how to become kind of, I don't know, it sounds corny, but how to become the master of your own mind type thing. How to become fully kind of, as where Goggins would be like, how to become physically kind of in control, but also the mentality to become physically. But with Jordan Peterson, it's all mental. It's like, how do I become, you know, I don't know. I think that's that's probably a good way of describing it. Yeah, it's yeah. Confusing. <laughs> yeah, that that's what did Peterson actually go through? Did he was he in a what what did they say about psychiatry? Was he in a psychiatric unit or was he a psychiatric doctor or something? Um, as far as I know, um, he's like just from like listening to him on like Russell Brand's podcast and stuff. I've seen him on that oh. a couple of times. They're friends, I think. Um, him and Russell Brand would. Uh, I think he was just, a, he's a clinical psychologist, so he's just someone who has studied, you know, psychology and the human mind and, and, you know, all that kind of thing for many, many years. And then he did have some immuno disorder as well, didn't he? Yeah, he's like was sick or something for a while, I think, and he almost died or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So I remember his daughter being on Joe Rogan. I don't know if yeah. you see that clip. He's like, he didn't have enough energy energy to exercise. And Rogan goes back at her and like, no, he just didn't do it. Like, yeah. And he's like, in fairness, like, I, I like what Rogan was saying. Now, I don't, I'd love to see what, I, I'd like to see what state he was actually in. See, mm-hmm. maybe he, maybe could have done a few push ups. Like, yeah. maybe he was properly fucked. But like, he was like, no, he just didn't do it. You know, he could have yeah. done a few push ups. You know, he'd skip yeah. a bit of rope. Like, man's dying on his yeah, deathbed like yeah. getting out doing push-ups yeah. no rogan rogan would insist rogan seems to um I, I think he's openly said before that he can't not work out like if he doesn't if he doesn't work out it will like affects him very badly neg- like uh, mentally it will affect him very badly i think so i think that's kind of where he's coming from of like if i don't do it then so then everyone else should be like that like everyone you know else I mean? needs it yeah you know like i i don't understand like even like a bit like even like going for a walk i don't understand how people can like survive like happily their whole life not exercising in some way like you don't have to like torture yourself or do like a mm. fucking ultra marathon like just like going for a walk or something like, i don't understand how someone could like be like really inactive their whole... i don't it just seems like yeah i don't want to sound like i'm fuck... I, whenever i say things like that i always feel like i'm sound like i'm above someone or something no but um it's like i don't know no i think you're way to live yeah i think i think there's a the whole thing now of like if you i don't know if you exercise or you think people should exercise it's like that's been kind of turned into a little bit of a negative maybe. apparently it's fat phobic now i don't know how the fuck it's fat yeah like i'm not like i don't think it's it, i don't know i wouldn't think it was fat phobic i think you know 
it's just it's better like it doesn't matter like i'm not saying that everyone should be you know i don't think that every man should be like jacked mr universe i don't think every woman should be you know rake thin super skinny but there's maybe a side that the media don't talk about where it's like there's a, a mental side to it which is way way better than the physical kind of benefit of it you know what i mean like it's kind of like if you go for a run in the morning and you you know go back to your house and you have the cold shower and you know what i mean yeah, you, yeah. You, you just feel better you feel good but if you get up at you know 11 go downstairs maybe have some like cocoa pops or some kind of disgusting like sugary cereal yeah. you feel like lethargic and then you're just like kind of tired for the whole day and you know there's a, a definitely i think it, it's just how you feel it should all be about how you feel not about i think we've kind of com- construed misconstrued it to where it's like oh it's all about how you look are you ripped are you this see that you this no it's about how you feel how it makes you feel if it puts you in a good mindset for the rest of the day mm. then then that's that's the best part of it it doesn't matter about anything else like you know we all come in different uh, shapes and sizes like you know not everyone has to look exactly the same because we all have different body types and that's what makes us human and individual and things like that so i think maybe we've kind of misconstrued a thing where if you say oh no everyone should exercise that's like he hates fat people you know like yeah, that would be like yeah, the, yeah. the headline yeah uh, he didn't say everyone should be skinny he said everyone should exercise everyone's which is true yeah. everyone should like yeah so yeah and i'm now i'm not trying to speak for maybe joe rogan thinks maybe he maybe he doesn't like fat people i don't know him but <laughs> uh but i don't think that would be very stupid to say that everyone should be you know jacked or everyone should be you know really skinny because that's not sustainable like you know everyone should be in the best shape for themselves do you know what i mean and like even like i don't know if you i was talking to someone about this the other day like even when you see like in gyms and things like that there's a real kind of like a thing where do you know like i would know people like girls and stuff who would feel a little bit intimidated kind of in the gym like kind of by men or something like that like they'd kind of you know make a comment if if, if they weren't using the machine properly like blah blah blah, blah. and yeah. like that's another that's a big issue i think because like everyone like with a gym with something like a gym everyone is paying the exact same money to be there so everyone has the same right to be there yeah so i don't think there should be there's sometimes you know a lot of people feel that and like sometimes like uh i would have felt it as well that there's like a hierarchy in the gym there's like the super jack guys and then there's the okay looking guys and then there's the you know say like the kind of bigger guys but like everyone's there it's for the same reason so everyone should be applauded right everyone should be applauded because everyone's just trying to get well like in themselves like you know for what they're trying to do everyone should have their own goals like you know yeah i, I can understand the kind of intimidation thing is when you come in like you see these big fucking cunts and like usually when people start the gym they're probably insecure about how they look anyway there's most people when they start the gym they're not going to be real comfortable and that's probably half the reason most people start like yeah and they're coming in they're seeing these guys who are fucking massive like and there's they're seeing lads hauling all this weight around and like you do kind of kind of go within yourself a bit you're like jesus christ like, mm. so i i still would like i'd still go in some days like like it's it's kind of more so when you're like a kid or something like you're a teenager and you go in you just it's it's you just feel so inferior almost like. yeah well so, imagine if you, like i'd say women feel that to think to do yeah i just agree like you know yeah it's not right like because everyone has a right to be there and 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, even like if you see people back in the day who would have been kind of uh, champions of fitness, like if you look at people like, I guess like Arnold Schwarzenegger would have been a big kind of, like because in the seventies he was going on all these talk shows and telling people how to get kind of in shape. But he would always say, like he never said everyone should be like me. He would always just say like everyone should set their own goals and things like that. Like people would come up to him. I think I don't know if this is on a talk show or if this was in one of the documentaries he made. But someone kind of makes a comment like that they don't look that good, yeah. and then he's like, "No, you have a a good like you know athletic kind of build, and you're just." You know, like kind of the pretty much just saying like you do you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not yeah. Everyone, it has to be like me, like you know, yeah. giant ripped dude from Austria, like you know. So, I definitely think we should have that more of that kind of mentality towards kind of exercise and that whole thing. Yeah, you kind of have to just embrace embracing who you are. Kind of just come to a point where, like, you know, if you're fucking, if you're like your one Tammy Lynn off the telly who's like <laughs> five six hundred pounds and can't move, like, yeah. you know, embrace who you are, but also try to get better because yeah like people who like look up to them guys too much they're like fucking hell why don't i look like that like i don't know i don't know could you get that big without using fucking rides like did he did he ever admit actually yeah but did steroids he, did were illegal in the 70s steroids weren't made illegal until oh, were the they? 80s. yeah oh, so all those guys that. all those guys like ferrigno and oh did all Schwarzenegger, them? they were all on juice. and what about like do you know like the mr olympia competitions now that's there's not is it, it are steroids allowed in that like like the likes of fucking bumstead now like yeah no i don't think they're allowed but i think they're like i think they're taking them you know what i mean yeah, like, some, yeah <laughs> put into their porridge or yeah, something because like some of those mr universe guys like because like arnold was taking them but like he's still he's like a really like big guy but he looks human like some of these mr universe guys now it's like he doesn't even look human anymore like yeah. i i think that kind of started with you know that guy, Ronnie Coleman, is that his name? You know Ronnie that guy? Coleman, yeah. yeah, yeah. Man, like, I know he's in kind of, he's got some health issues and things now, but when you see him when he was, like, I think he was Mr. Universe and Mr. Olympia, and I think he won all of them, and like he, in his peak, he didn't even look like a human. Like, he was so yeah. huge, like, you know. He had biceps coming out of his biceps. Yeah. Like, he, yeah. yeah. And it gets, that's kind of a stage where it maybe looks a bit obvious because he's, like, no, and like the, the thing is, well, I don't want to take away from them because they no. worked their bollocks off. All of them did. Yeah. But that's just an extra thing that added on a few maybe inches onto their arms or a few bit of definition onto their arms or something onto mm. their legs. Like, um, But people seem to think that, like, you know, when someone takes steroids, people kind of think that it's like this magic stuff, you know, like Popeye takes his spinach and he gets. <laughs> no, you have to work really hard and, yeah. and take the steroids. The steroids aren't like this magic juice that just make you ripped. Like, you know. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that's the misconception. Like, well, that, like the misconception comes from people who've never been to the fucking gym in their life. <laughs> All right, I'll just pop this into my arm and I'll yeah. just fucking arms explode. Like, mm. um, uh, one thing I was actually thinking about now. One question I actually had down was like, um, in like fight situations, like say, like a, a com, um, a conflict situation, would you be one to like back down? Not like not like to back down if someone like went for you or like let's say there's some altercation with someone else and someone you know and um would you be one to like go in all guns blazing or just try to depends on how many drinks you've had probably. um it depends like on the like what um like on the situation like, okay well I'll, okay what's like, the situation let's say um let's say one of your friends is approached by a lad and he's like 
he's in the middle of getting mugged, like not actually getting mugged, but like, you know, he's like threatening him, like asking for money or something. And then he's kind of forced, and then a few of his mates come or whatever. Mm. Let's say there's two of them, so it's two on two. It's like, you know, obviously it's 10 on two. Yeah. Probably you want to get out of the place. Yeah. But um, what, you come into the situation then, what would you do? Uh, maybe like about five five years ago or so would have been a bit more of a hothead. It would have been kind of more in there, but I think uh, older and wiser now. So I don't think, I think I'd probably try and just either de-escalated or like I remember one time I was on the bus and this guy was kind of messing with one of my friends and you know we'd kind of been out or whatever in minutes you know yeah like, I think he was I can't remember he was like throwing stuff at us or what was he throwing like kind of crisps or popcorn or something he was just throwing things and my friend he wasn't having it and he was like and you know he kind of jumped up or whatever and then i kind of thought to myself like you know it's not worth it like you know just whatever like he's sitting there he's like trying to impress his buddies or you know because at the end of the day people like that like i'm sure you would have kind of come across this in school and things like that people who are like you know like hard men in groups do you know what i mean they're very kind of i think they're more to be pitied really because they have no identity it's just all they want kind of they want their friends to look at them like they're you know what I mean? Like, imagine that need for approval in that situation. Like, or oh, I need this girl to kind of think I'm cool. Like, you know, I think, oh, yeah. yeah, he's a mad bastard. Like, control crisps at these cunts. You know what I mean? But, like, it's more to be pitied, really. Because on his own, he's probably like, you know, because I, I, I used to know people, like, the whole time, like, you know, if I was in school or whatever. And they'd be, like, these hard men in groups, you know, like, you know, slapping people and all this sort of thing. And then when they're on their own, just as a mouse just no identity yeah. no identity and that's 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 weird to see like a dude who's literally when he's not with like his mates he's a blank slate like he's nothing like he just sits there and just says nothing and does nothing like doesn't talk to other like it's you know say if he's in a class like say he does like home ec and all of his mates don't do home ec all his mates do woodwork so he's like he's literally just nothing yeah he's not having a go with it it just shows like the only reason he's doing it is just to impress someone yeah because they're not there he's not he's not getting anyone's approval if he's doing it in a fucking home ec class yeah it's yeah. It, i always wonder i always try to get to like the root of why lads actually do that though maybe it's just sometimes lads are actually dickheads maybe sometimes it's not actually a fucking psychological reason for it yeah but well like you don't want to give them too much credit no you don't so, sometimes <laughs> lads are just dickheads and you don't want to be fucking sometimes like you know like psychologists and all this and sometimes you talk to people and they always have this excuse oh maybe he had a tough time as a kid or something. maybe he did but like there's um like there's like a lot of time there's never anyone who's ever kicked the shit out of anyone in their life or like done something bad to someone a lot of the time like there is like minor things someone does bad someone like maybe yeah. like cheat on them or something and they can maybe justify it to, to themselves because like that's maybe what they saw before from someone else or whatever yeah but there's a lot of situations where like someone knows they did something wrong and yeah. they still did it like so that's that's kind of like if you know you're doing wrong mm. then i don't really like fair enough if you've like kind of your brain is a bit clouded and you don't really know like jesus this is what i saw when i was younger and this is what i thought yeah. was right I didn't wasn't sure if it was wrong. Like then, fair enough, but it's mm, a tough it's just, one. Maybe it's like a dopamine thing. It's like it makes me yeah. feel good because my, you know, mates think we're all a bunch of mad lads and we're all doing all this kind of thing. Like you know, I I, I have no idea. And I, again, I I don't want anyone to think anyone who's listening to think that like I'm 
put myself above these people when I say like, oh, well, when he's on his own, like I'm on it. Like that's honestly just the thing I kind of noticed that like imagine and you try and put yourself in their shoes. Like imagine that it's almost like you're nothing without your five or six, the five or six people you surround yourself with that that's who you're made up of. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's your kind of moral compass and whatever you do is all in regard to that. And when you're on your own, you're like, do you know, cause that's a you big, know, like, that's a big issue. Like, you know, when you think about it, when you're a young, a young person, you're like trying to figure out who you are and, you know, imagine you're trying to figure out who you are, but you're also in a situation like that. That's like, then it's really hard to figure out who you are then. Cause it's like, am I, do I make the decisions I make in my life for me? Or do I make them for these guys who most of them won't see at the end of school? Most of them I'll never see again. Do you know what I mean? That's the, yeah, that's the thing I'd worry about from their point of view is like when you're when that whole gang leaves because like that's like like when you leave school, everything just flips on its head. Like like you do end up talking to a lot a lot of the same people, but like there's some people you never really see again that maybe you're trying to impress, and like that's fair enough. Like that's kind of what school is about. Sometimes like it's just about fucking trying to get by and trying to maybe at the other time impressing someone yeah but like when you're when you get let, let's say leave school and maybe he, he does stay with the gang we'll say but what if he doesn't like mm. and he's maybe he does have other friends but like it's mad how you, he'll just come to realization one day he's like oh i did that for fucking five or six years trying to impress them and it was just for nothing you know yeah it's a weird one because it's like we know to a degree like we know it's not right Cause we see it in things when like, you know, we read books or whatever and they write books about it. And it's like, you know, he likes this girl, but he can't be with the girl because his mate mightn't think it's cool. And <laughs> yeah. it's not good. And then you see the damage of it by like, you know, reading the book or watching TV show or something, but then we still do it. Like, you know, in, 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 in school, it's like, or even like, I don't know if it's, I say it probably happens everywhere in, Maybe not so much in college. I don't think people don't really care in college. Everyone's just kind of doing their own thing. And, yeah. You know, I don't, I haven't experienced that anyway. Any kind of, you know, group of, group of hard men or anything. I don't really, yeah. uh, not in Minute anyway. I don't know what it's yeah. like in other ones, but. Uh, I, yeah, I wouldn't think there would be because like, there's no real hierarchy when you get to college. It's kind of just like, you know, who the fuck do you think you are? Like, yeah. So. Yeah. Would there have been a big kind of hierarchy in, in your school? Would there be? Like in my head, there was, and maybe to maybe to me, I just had it kind of made it up in my head. Like I think in every school, you went to Luke, did you? Yeah, Luke, yeah. I suppose every school there probably is like yeah. There's like popular lads, guy heads will say. Yeah. There's like your few emos, maybe. Mm. Then there's, I'm not listing chain in order. Like I just, nothing. I think the popular lads are always seen as the top, like top dogs. Yeah. Then there's what the few fit birds like who are in the air <laughs> are kind of up their level as well, <laughs> and then. Yeah. There's kind of like the bit of the in-betweeners then is kind of like, you know, just lads in the middle. That's That probably makes up most of the year. And then there's like the few anime heads and like whatever, a few emos and a few bits of stuff like that. So there's all different bit of clicks. Like. Yeah, that's cool though. That's That sounds cool that you had like a good few kind of, that like we didn't have, really have any. It didn't feel like, I didn't feel like we had any clicks. Like there was just, there was kind of, just there was like there was like the lads you know the ones that knew each other and all yeah. that kind of thing and then there was just everyone else then it wasn't like much diversity like there wasn't the anime guys or anything like that, that that's cool like that, that they had like all them kind of people who were no emos none of that like so, oh i thought you would have been in a big enough school where no, it, was it was like... a big school but it was just everyone i think everyone everyone just wanted to be the same maybe i don't know i'm not really sure yeah you know 
there wasn't much diversity. I just think everyone was just wanted to be, you know, because it's all that fitting in thing, you know, when you're like a teenager and you want to fit in and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, no, there wouldn't have been like a huge kind of hierarchy of like, there's the cool guys and then there's the da 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 da. It was kind of like there was the guys, there was like the boys, like the lads who knew each other, and then everyone else is just an in betweener. Oh, really? Yeah. It wasn't really like. Maybe I just created in my head. Like, yeah. I think maybe, you know, sometimes it's kind of what you see. Like, you could go in, you could have like gone back in time and gone into our school for a day and you could have just seen like the same thing. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I just made it up in my head. Maybe <laughs> I just thought about it too much. Yeah. Maybe it was just a lot of people in the school. Like, hmm. like even the other way, like, I don't know. Yeah. It just see, maybe, maybe the more I think about it, maybe everyone was just fucking <laughs> in between. Or yeah. Just do it. yeah. But there was definitely, like, that's the first thing everyone says when they say about like, school like like the levels it's like the top is like guy heads and like the fit bars like that's definitely the first thing to say yeah anything else after that is kind of just in between yeah yeah but to go back to what you originally said no i don't think i would really in, in a confrontation I, I don't think i'd really want to start fights probably because like you know if you're starting to fight in a pub or something or out on the street like you kind of have to know really know what you're doing yeah or you'll get really hurt so like i'm like i did like a little bit of kind of certain things when i was younger like kind of kind of like boxing and kickboxing and things like that but not like to a degree where like you'd you'd be confident like no this is like kid stuff like 12 13 14 like that kind of thing like nothing uh you know like when i was growing up i always would have preferred like basketball and things like that to you know like, I always like to watch, like, UFC and things like that, but I wouldn't have really kind of been interesting, interested in combat sports to, like, practice. Like, you know, a lot yeah. of my friends would have been into, like, Taekwondo and all this kind of stuff. And, uh, no, I always prefer, just prefer, like, you know, just playing, like, basketball or um, soccer a little bit. I'd kind of go in and out of kind of soccer. Like, I never really enjoyed watching it that much, but I used to kind of enjoy playing it sometimes. Or, you know, but mostly I think it was, like, basketball and, and, you know, like athletics, like running and things like that. Like, I would have kind of enjoyed them kind of things more so to do. But, yeah, no, I don't think I'd be starting any fights now. <laughs> no, I'm terrified of fucking conflict as well, man. Yeah. I'd Especially, literally... you hear all these mad stories. Like, you know, like a guy, like, one punch and, like, then he's... Hits know, his head or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, stop. that's scary. Yeah, no, I just, like, I've only think I've got a slap, like, once or twice, like... And it wasn't even something I ever started. It was actually, like it was actually someone else's fucking fault. Mm. So no, I oh, I don't think I'd ever. Would these have been on nights out or just... this? Yeah, this would have been ages ago. And one of them was on a night out, and one of them was like I got a slap in a gar match before, but it wasn't really a fucking slap. It was more kind. Of, well, like it was off the ball, but it, you couldn't call it a fucking slap. Yeah. Like if you, you know. Yeah, and um, what was the night out one? Was it just just got a slap off some fucking like. It was basically a randomer who didn't really know. Now it wasn't a fucking bad slap. In fairness, like hmm. he big fucking fat knuckles, like so I didn't really feel it was like just being hit with toilet paper. Like it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't that badly. Hmm. So no, I was. Uh, but no, I just don't like. I just don't like conflict. Like, I don't have any like memories where I was like Jesus. I just kind of got a bit shook from conflict. I just never. I don't know. Yeah. Like, no, even, yeah, yeah. No, you're probably better off because like the only way people think who like think they're real tough and looking for a fight all the time. They will ultimately end up either in a coffin or like fucking, you know, or just alone. People don't like that. People don't like that kind of aggression. Like, you know, because we live in a somewhat civilized kind of world. So especially like 
especially girls. I don't think girls would really be interested in a guy who's like very aggressive and you know constantly kind of wants to fight things like that i don't think they'd really be interested in something like that like, you know? yeah like maybe the 50 years ago where like you know <laughs> you, like measure your muscles there yeah. we'll see whoever's the bigger muscles gets yeah. to go home with me like yeah uh, but yeah i don't think they do like they want they want the sensitive poet now like you know mm. i think there's a mix though like i think when people say they don't want masculine men anymore like they obviously don't want the lad who punched the fuck out of people but like no. you know you probably want to mix like a no. masculine poet yeah because yeah because you don't want someone who like just cries all the time because yeah you want to mix like yeah but you want you want someone who's like doesn't shut off every emotion they have and you yeah you want to mix like don't you but the same with a girl like you don't like you don't want a girl what would be the real stereotypical things of a girl like real yeah probably cries all the time. well that, that's not stereotypical uh, of a girl but like yeah that they would be a bit more emotional maybe to have a yeah. mix of being able to control themselves a bit as well but obviously that side somewhere they can yeah well i suppose like when you're in a relationship or you know um if it's a good relationship you're like a team you trust each other so you kind of would share things with each other i'm not entirely sure though where that would come from because um you know i would do a couple of kind of classes in university and a lot of people would say this whole thing about kind of men shutting off kind of emotions from women and things like that like that would have been something like that I would have never kind of, I I've never like obviously I've heard it and I've kind of heard it, like people talk about it on like a wider kind of scale or, you know, you see it in like kind of movies or something. But I've never um seen that firsthand like men just being like completely just stoic all the time. And yeah, it, maybe it, it depends on the kind of part. Yeah, I, I around now look, I don't actually know. Like I think like some places like you go in the country like real countryside areas maybe it's in like the city areas and i could be wrong but i think people just maybe it's just looked upon differently i don't know no still like it's fucking this day and age i don't think there's many people who'd fucking scoff at you if scoff at a lad if like whatever he he was there to if he shared what he was thinking on something i don't think like it's not you know i think things have moved on a bit like but they're definitely like the city would always be ahead of the country i think in a way yeah that but... it would be it always will be like it always is more developed there's always the ideas are a bit more forward like yeah so maybe in the country there is still that thing that um but yeah there's it's not they they do make it out a bit too much like they make it out in the college like like yeah some things i fucking listen in some of them lectures it's like lads don't talk and lads are just like have this pent-up aggression that they might kill someone in 10 years yeah i think yeah it's weird one in particular that uh I do, and there's a lot of that kind of in it, and I just I find it like it's a bit kind of stereotypical. I think you could say because not, not, not all people are the same. So not all men. Are, you can't be like, oh man, don't talk, and oh man, do this, and oh man, do that. Yeah. That's not true because it's like you know, like you're not particularly aggressive. I'm not particularly aggressive. We're two men, so like, do you know, it can't be that fucking yeah. bad. Like, yeah, yeah so. Like, obviously, there is aggressive men, and, like, I'm sure there's aggressive women, too. Like, you know what I mean? Everyone, yeah. it's just, there's aggressive people, end of story, regardless of, like, gender or whatever. But, um, no, I think it's, yeah, it's, um, I'm sure it happens, but I think they're just, as you said, they're just laying it on, like. And I don't know why they do that. Like, would they not try to, obviously, I know you have to talk about things to, like, mm -hmm. understand, like, look, stereotypically, lads are kind of like this. And, like, we are, like, we, like, you, you don't see many 
groups of lads have a culture where they'll all sit down and talk about their feelings like like culturally like you don't have that like and with women you do so maybe they're trying to address it and just say look i still don't think to be honest like i, I don't know yeah there's still a thing in you that you'd feel like in me anyway that i feel a bit uncomfortable about it i wouldn't yeah. fancy talking to someone about it like but, so i just i don't know yeah but then at the same time just because they don't do it in a big group doesn't mean they don't do it like think about yeah. it like if we were in a big group of lads and say like for me to talk about that, I would only really be on that kind of level of close and say with you in this scenario. Mm. So I would just talk to you about it. Do you know what I mean? We don't have to all, maybe I'm not comfortable talking to, to all of them about it. We all exchange stories. We always have one person. It could be your friend. It could be your brother. It could be your dad. I think that obviously they're, can be an issue with men not opening up but i think a lot of the times men will only open up with like one on, on a one-on-one situation like if you're really close with your older brother or your father or your friend or something rather than the big group where we all exchange kind of how we're feeling today yeah <laughs> you yeah know what i mean yeah and a lot of people like it sounds like pretty counterproductive but a lot of people actually have learned ways to like not like people kind of learn ways like some people don't really have someone to say it to like 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 when i say to say it to like i just mean like if someone's pissed off about something or if they're just general genuinely generally down about something like some people don't actually have someone to say it to so i think a lot of people like a lot of lads have kind of like creative creative like ideas for themselves of how to not creative but like you know like they might a lot of people like just expend their fucking stress out in the gym or like to just do stuff like that. And I'm not saying like it all kind of has to be added together. Like that, like going to the gym alone isn't going to mentally cleanse you. Like, but yeah, it's like all these things can add up and people kind of go, Oh geez, you don't talk. You're going to fucking die. Do you know? Like, yeah, do you know, like it's, you kind of have to normalize. Sometimes lads don't want to talk and they've been brought up in a thing where like they don't want to, and they're not comfortable with it. So I think lads kind of have to be fucking left alone. Like just everyone's always on this thing. Oh, are you okay? Are you okay. Like yeah. sometimes lads just want to be fucking left yeah. alone. And some lads, it's not their style to, you can try and bring a lad out of his shell and get him to talk about something. But like a lot of lads are just a bit like that. And they don't really account for that sometimes. Yeah. Cause I wouldn't be a big, I don't know. If, I wouldn't be very comfortable in a situation where everyone's like, Oh, are you okay? Are you okay? Like, yeah. <laughs> fucking crying. Like, you yeah. know, arm around the shoulder. Yeah. Like, I don't like that. That makes shit. me feel a little bit uncomfortable, I think, because I don't really, you know, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't really like to be the center of attention for that reason. Yeah. Like, you know, that kind of thing where it's like, I'm feeling down today. Yeah. Like, do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? And I want, I don't really want that kind of thing. But I don't, but then again, most people probably don't. Most modest people, like, probably don't want that whole thing of, they want to be on i'm feeling upset today everyone so everyone come over and tell me how yeah. great i am like, <laughs> yeah you know I mean? fucking so, pick me like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah no because that's not that's not good either because that's emotional manipulation yeah. in a way and you can't survive on your own because you're just uh, you need someone else to yeah give you a good feeling like you're like the that's you're like the opposite of the hard man in groups yeah you need the constant admiration you need the constant no don't be sad you're the best you're the best you're the best yeah and without that then you have nothing then so you there's probably something you need to fix in your own mind you know to be able to just be on a constant level of yeah things are going okay rather than being like on that downhill slope and then on that ego high then when people tell you 
no, no, you're you're the best. You're going to do yeah. everything. And it's like, yeah, I am the best. Blah, 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 blah. And then you're on that ego high for about two days. And then something bad happens to you. And then you just knock down again. Yeah, I'm yeah. the worst. I'm the worst. <laughs> yeah, and everyone's there hugging you like, yeah, yeah. fuck off. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's interesting. Like, I yeah, you, I always think you need that fucking reason. Because everyone has the same voice in their head. Like, the, the voice that, like, thinks let's say something bad happens, like you lose a fucking match or your girlfriend breaks up with you or something bad. I can't, that's the only two things. Like that was the first thing that came to my head. Yeah. Um, it, the first, it's all the negative things come into your mind. You need like a reassuring. If you like, it's, you're kind of, I don't know, like a lot of your life is kind of based on what your reassuring voice, how good it is. Like, mm. like your calming voice or mm. like your voice to try and try and get, get through something. So like everyone, like, Everyone has the exact same negative shit. Oh, your girlfriend broke up with you. You're yeah. an ugly cunt or you're yeah. terrible at hurling or all these things are hitting you. So like, it's like this side that has to react. Yeah. It's not like, you know, they're just be- everyone who got through things like that are just better at using their reassuring voice. Yeah. And that's not saying that that's not an excuse for saying everyone should have like a massive ego because that's not good either. Mm. Because I think you'll find that most people have really big egos. They're like probably really insecure. Like the ego is just an armor. For the insecurities that they have underneath like you know mm. i think i definitely think you can tell because like, a lot of people who have like massive egos are like you can tell it's like yeah you're kind of mentally fragile <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? yeah like that's like from everything from like if you look at like really high profile people with like huge egos and it's like yeah you talk it all but i don't know if you're just pumping yourself up yeah do, do you, you I mean? do you believe that when the moments get tough for you do you that's what i always that's what i'm interested in it's like yeah. when things really get tough and you're sitting on the fucking side of your bed and you don't know what the fuck you're gonna do with yourself what do you say to yourself oh then? yeah that's when it's important yeah and look i've i've like you know been in situations where i've had like a huge ego and kind of acted like an asshole and been like yeah i'm the best and just been like this really kind of kind of just been arrogant like probably hard to be around and things like that but then like like I, I'm, but I saw this thing. I remember. I think Mike Tyson has this quote when he's like, "Those of us who are unhumble will have will have humility inflicted upon us by the world." Yes. So oh, if like you're unhumble, you will be humbled. Like if yeah. you think you're the best and you talk to everyone and you're the hardest guy to be around because you're a big mouth, something will happen and you will be humbled and you will be rocked. And that's when you have to get the balance going. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Because then, like no matter how fucking much like affirmations you say to yourself about how good you are when you get knocked down it's a fucking yeah. bad feeling like yeah. whatever happens like anyone can think of their own examples of like something that's happened to them yeah. like that's when you really have to get your things together and just say like right do i really am i really gonna go for whatever i'm going for do i fucking really believe in myself because that's like self-belief when you're real fucking happy and you're rested and you're you're warm and all it's grounded but when you're fucking what like it's the tough situations is like you build that little bit, that little fucking notch onto your mental strength. Like, it's yeah. interesting. Like, yeah, no, uh, yeah, ego is ego is very much a dangerous thing. I think. I think uh, ego is. I don't think anything. I'm. I'm trying to think. There's a because there's a difference between ego and confidence. I don't think anything yeah. go, comes. Anything good. Nothing good comes from being an ego maniac, but being confident in your own abilities. Or being confident in self-belief, like what you were saying about self-belief, like, um, you know, like if someone asks you, do you think you could do this? Like, do you think you could run a marathon? Hmm. It's like, well, not right now, but if I had the time to prepare and I had, you know, the dedication and the stuff to put into it, of course, I think anyone could run a marathon if they, all, all these factors were in place, like any, you know, 
regular able-bodied person could run a marathon if they just put the time and dedication into it or learn how to sing or learn a language things like that but if you are someone who's just i am the best at everything already like you know that that's the ego thing it's like you take over you're like oh you know this is going to be bad or you know because i'm not here everything's going to be bad or you know i'm i'm a genius or whatever because like that's not good because then you're not open to other people or you're not open like because if you think you're the smartest person who's ever lived like if you have this deluded fact where you think you're like the smartest man ever you're not going to listen to anyone yeah and that's that's very foolish because it's like you can learn so much from other people or you know but that's the thing that's why that because well i remember when i read that quote i was like that's exactly it those who are unhumble will have humility inflicted upon them by the world Hmm. so you will get some humble pie at some point you you can't escape it forever like you can't go through your life losing i mean sorry not losing i mean yeah think about it think about every person you want to think of whether it's someone you know or a really famous person or anything like that who's really really ego filled and really really kind of has this megalomaniacal kind of outlook there has been a point in their career or their life where humility has been inflicted upon them yeah, like, you yeah. know what i mean yeah so it's an interesting one yeah it's kind of it's kind of all about how you carry yourself like it's real like what annoys me is like as you said like with the ego thing you know, people who are kind of like almost blind blind to their mistakes and like blind to what mm-hmm. they not to blame other people but it's kind of like i don't know what it is maybe maybe i think there is genuinely people who like don't actually see when they're do what they're doing wrong and i don't know but to be honest like there's some people you know the way there's just some people you talk to and it's like i don't know either they fucking complain a lot or they're just they just carry themselves you can just tell they carry themselves really badly and i i don't like i don't fucking look down on them because no. like i don't fucking carry myself great either a lot of the time so like i can't i'm not some like perfect human being like i'm sitting in a fucking shed like recording a podcast like we're not in a fucking massive million euro studio so like, there's there's none of us fucking flying like so yeah um but yeah i f- I do feel bad for people sometimes like you know when you hear like i even hear people i know and like hear them complain all the time like i wonder they're just trying to like what's the word like they're trying to make themselves feel better about so i don't know what it is it's always i always always interests me though but yeah, but that's the thing, though. It's like, because yeah, I've known many people kind of throughout, you know, like my own life and people I've met who have like, like your confidence is pretty bad. Like you don't have any self-belief or anything like that. Like, you know, and like that must be hard. Like imagine it's like, because I've even been in, you know, when you get knocked, that's the thing you kind of go in, you're going to get a glimpse of that in even if you're not. A person who's typically like that when you get a knock you kind of get a glimpse like you get a taste of what that person feels like all the time mm. it's like oh i'm not good at anything i can't do that i can't do this none of my dreams have come true <laughs> all these girls think i'm ugly like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. it just kind of like you know you get this negative kind of it compounds like yeah it all comes up at once like and that's probably a lot of the time where the ego comes in Hmm. you blow it out of proportion then and then you're like no i'm the best and then you become arrogant hmm. you know arrogance is the worst thing but yeah no it's really bad because like, i'm known people and it's like man i just imagine having no confidence in anything all day every day you know what i mean that like those intrusive thoughts you know like those thoughts that you can't get out when you're like oh man you know 
I was talking to her. It's like, oh man, I look stupid. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have said this. I shouldn't have said that. Everything you do, you analyze and overanalyze throughout the day. That's that's a hard way to be, man. Yeah, that's a real hard way to be. Um, what's what's the biggest like knock you've ever taken, or the biggest setback, if you can think of it on the spot? Um, probably like just cliche things, like with like girls or whatever broken up. You know, someone breaks up with you or something ends real bad or something like that, like that kind of thing. Or maybe like, yeah, or just just things like that or something you do. Like, you know, I've been in like some plays and things like that, like, you know, doing some like acting and things like that. Sometimes they haven't worked out mm. in the way I wanted them to. And um, that will kind of knock you a little bit because you didn't, you didn't, you want to kind of show in that situation like that you like because in a way it's like you prepare when you're doing a play or something you prepare like or you want to prepare if you want to be good you want to prepare and you do all that preparation and then on the night it's like you show the people who come and see it Hmm. you show them like yeah preparation and this is you know you kind of show them your hard work like you know and then if that doesn't work out if you don't feel good like that will knock you then like you know there'll be after parties or whatever after the play but like you can't you don't feel good because you don't feel like you gave it your all. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or you don't feel like, you know, it was it, the whole thing worked out how you wanted it to, or, you know, probably things like that, like plays, uh, that kind of thing. Most of the time, like it wouldn't be like academically I've always been all right. So it's mostly probably been like either, you know, recreational things I like to do or, you know, cliche things like with girls and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. They'd be big. Knock. What about you? What would, what would be like a big, a uh, big knock for you. I was thinking, um, as I was asking you, I was trying to think of my own <laughs> one. Um, uh, there, there was one now actually. I'm trying like does most of them are either like matches. The odd thing with women, not yeah. that many. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what was the third one? The odd just like social situation that like John, like as you as you were saying a minute ago, I was like, oh, why the fuck did I say that? And like would just be like to a, re- a higher degree of like yeah. saying something really stupid, like just to impress someone. I just ended up looking like a fucking knobbler. Yeah. But there was one match. Now I actually I had something in my head. Now there's a few matches last year. Like, like I take things too seriously sometimes, and like I'm, like I don't get ever arrogant ranting or like we when we win, like when we win, I just kind of like tend to calm down a bit, or whatever. But I remember we played a match and we played like a local kind of rivalry match against Kilcock and um this just shows how much how too far I take it sometimes like how seriously I take it it's like we won the first game mm. we had to play them again in the league like buzzing after the first game like I had like you know a nice few points after and it was like fairly well <laughs> yeah Jared the next morning but uh yeah. I, I remember we played them the second time was in the home pitch again and um May I don't know mate when I look back on things like maybe I just got a bit too fucking involved in it like mm. like getting really nervous and like hyping myself up and I'm when I think about it sometimes like it's not that fucking it's obviously kind of important but it's not yeah. that fucking deep like yeah. I try to kind of adopt that a bit more this year is like just you know calm the fuck down a bit like you don't need to be you don't need to be this fucking lunatic all the time who like is taking things really seriously yeah. and um, I remember we lost by a point and like there was an anxiety coming out for the second half because I remember they were up by four or five and I was like oh, I don't I, like, you know that like dread if this goes wrong like with anything not just like this could be you could really decide anything just when you think something's about to go wrong and it's this dread feeling that it's already has gone wrong and I remember the end of the match then and I came home here and I was just like I was almost like actually holding in tears like that was because that was like the anger I wasn't actually sad I was actually so angry that I had to let it out some way mm. and I was like so angry because I didn't play well and I was like 
I was just so scared to get the ball in case I made a mistake. I remember coming home and literally sitting in the car, holding in fucking tears, like barely able to say something. Like, do the way you're just holding, do that feeling of like, you're just like, oh, no, fuck. I went up to the fucking, um, I went up, got the fucking key to here. I came in and I punched that fucking wall and I remember the pain of it in my fucking hand. And it's such, and it's a real man fucking thing to do, isn't it? Like punch Punch a fucking wall. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I can't feel. And I remember, (laughs) fucking tears coming at me i remember i punched the fucking wall yeah. i remember swearing at me so i turned yeah. on the connected the speaker there and the fucking music was playing yeah and i remember like thinking if anyone was to look in at this mm. point it's like who is this yeah. fucking lunatic yeah. lost a match like yeah. and he's but that yeah but then yeah yeah it's, it's over the thing. top like isn't it but it's at the time it doesn't seem like it yeah but then i think there's just that thing where you want to do well and you want to show not like show people it's like oh show you it's just you want to actually show people like yeah you want to show your hard work and you know would you find that like would you kind of start arguments on the on the on the pitch ever or like would i you, would a bit now and yeah. i've apologized now i started one a few weeks ago now and i was ashamed of it like and i wouldn't usually apologize for something i did because if you did it, if you did it yeah you kind of stand by it but like yeah I, i'd probably go a bit over the top now i have to kind of calm down. I've, I've started calming down a bit now not as bad as it used to be like but i'd never take anything out like i take it out i took it out on the wall like but i wouldn't yeah. out you know i never take much no. anger out on someone else like i I might tell someone to do something but i wouldn't you know yeah. it's only a game at the end of the day like it's yeah. only i have to kind of start telling myself that now it's like just a bit of crack like i obviously take it seriously but like it's not yeah i think there's again it's like everything is all about balance right so it's like it's fun but it's not too fun because if it's too fun, then we're not taken seriously. And then yeah. we're just, what are we here for? So I think there's just every, like everything is just balancing it all out. You know what I mean? Like fun, but also work as well. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Cause you could, if you like it, it's, but then I always think to myself, if you like it, it's fun, right? Yeah. So you exactly. like hurling. So just the game itself is fun. So you don't need to kind of like, go too over the top with the fun because it's automatically fun like you just have to find the joy in it yourself like you know what i mean but yeah i know i get what you're saying though about the kind of maybe just needing to calm down or not kind of being as kind of what would the word be like kind of not being as kind of oh kind of like giving your opinion like oh that was sheer that was you yeah. know what i mean like because yeah. that's that's not that's not good either like you know because yeah you know um You've never had any situations like that where you punched a wall out of anger, though. Oh yeah, man. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Of course, yeah. Well, most lads have done it at some <laughs> stage. Like they might not admit it, but at least that's a soft enough wall. Like if you're yeah. going to punch that now, it's not too bad. It's yeah. plasterboard. At least it's not fucking concrete. Yeah. Right? No, no. Yeah, like of course. Yeah, you punch punch walls and do all sorts of mad shit. Trees, but, everything. Yeah, yeah. No, that's uh, it's just a stupid thing to that people do like you know they're like oh i don't know what to do it's like yeah. maybe i'll feel better if i just punch this fucking <laughs> wall or... and like you do in fairness like you mm. do feel a bit better like and i hate to say that because like you know everyone wants you to fucking yeah because everyone wants to say no talk and they'll solve it like and mm. it, i'm sure it does as well but like yeah that situation me sitting down talking to someone about how we lost a match and unraveling it all wasn't <laughs> i just tried to go and punch a wall and listen yeah. to music to be honest yeah so I remember a few weeks ago I was running for the bus and uh, the bu- like I was kind of running up to the bus stop and the bus was kind of coming up behind me and I was like, you know, stop. Yeah, like, yeah. I'll be there in a minute. Like, you know, like I was literally probably like, and I was running as well. So I probably, I was like, I'd be there. Like he'd just pull over and I'd be there in like 10 seconds, but he just didn't stop. And, you know, 
and he saw you yeah and i just got a little bit annoyed and like put you know like the way the bus stop is like with yeah. the kind of posters and shit and i like yeah gave the gave the bus stop a few digs and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so it's just stupid things that you do like you know because i was like then i'd be late for work and things like that as well so you just get all the shit in your head like you know yeah no it is there it is irritating though mm. and especially when you know there's not gonna be bus for another 20 minutes like yeah yeah pretty fucking irritating yeah. and when you're there on time the bus is five minutes late but when you're five minutes late the bus is always two minutes early do you ever notice that yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh always fucking always <laughs> Bus, yeah. The bus you get from the end of the road here yeah. is like always an hour late. There's yeah. actually a, a girl who did an, uh, an episode with her here. It's a pity I didn't have the car at the time because I could have dropped her back to Manute and she'd get the bus back to town. She got the bus back. It was like four o'clock like in December. So I was like fucking, it's like dark enough. Like mm. and the bus was meant to be there at half three. And my owl had said he was driving out to get something in the shop at like five o'clock and she was still there. Now she didn't want to lift back because we, mm. we offered to give her a lift. She didn't sure. want to lift. Yeah. So which is fair enough. That's her choice. Yeah. We, we couldn't force her to fucking know to bring her back like yeah but um yeah that's no yeah one of my friends he lives in uh mullingar and he tells me that the 115 is pretty bad like very fairly it's, it's pretty it's renowned for like just never being on time yeah, like unreliable yeah, yeah absolutely man. but um yeah no, we've all we've all punched punch shit in our in yeah our i'm glad i've never punched anybody no. like i've never punched a person which i'm kind of proud of it yeah because i don't think i ever would i don't think i could obviously if you know they hit me first and it was like a self-defense situation maybe but like i could still in any situation i'd find it hard to fucking put my arm back and hit someone absolutely it'd scare me but i don't know like not that i'd hit anyone that hard that i'd hurt them but i just yeah. feel like just the idea of someone being in front of you and hit i don't know i just i just don't like it, it just doesn't sit with me and like, it hurts hurts it hurts when you punch someone in the face it hurts your hand Probably does, yeah. Yeah, no, it does. Like, well, I don't know. Faces maybe, aren't soft. Like, maybe I'm just bad at punching, but like, from my experience, yeah. it hurts when you punch someone in the face. It hurts your hand. So, and who um, did you punch? Just some random some lad in school. Like, you know, just one time, just punched, and then I was like, ah, like I was like the whole day, I was like, I'm never punching someone again. Like that, <laughs> yeah, that hurt. You know, for the rest of the day, like you know, but uh, I don't know. Maybe I just punched them wrong though, because I'm not sure. I've never punched someone since. So never punched someone in the face since. Ever since I've always been scared to punch someone in the face because it just hurts your hand. Like, you know? yeah, yeah. Because the force you're putting into it, like if your wrist even half goes like that, like you're mm. not like to be. I said be fair power in it. Like, like you could fucking dislocate your wrist just punching it on the face. Yeah, yeah. Like obviously you'd want to be putting a fair bit of power into the, to do that. Like, but when you think about it, it's weird. Like you know, the human hand when you clench it, like. Like, it, like, you know what I mean? It's weird to think about that. Like, yeah. you know, like with other kind of, you know, animals and things like that. Like, what other animals? Yeah, like dogs. No one else can really. Like, even gorillas. Well, like gorillas can't, sorry. But they're, like, they're, like, meant to be most like us. Like, most dogs, like, dogs and cats can't. Yeah. Well, like, chimpanzees are just, like, superhuman strength. So, like, they could literally wouldn't even have to punch you. They could just. Strangle you. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I can't think of any other kind of, like, if you just clench your hand, you literally make your hand into, like, a a block like that yeah you can punch someone with like or hit someone with like you know it's crazy to think about like you know yeah it's pretty nuts all right yeah. uh do you know the way you said like the thing about um like five years ago or sorry there was some situation where a lad was throwing crisp at your one of your mates mm. don't know you said like five years ago i would have um i probably would have got involved and whatever oh. hit him a slap like mm. what else do you think like have you changed much like since you were whatever like 15 or five years ago like oh yeah big time yeah 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 definitely would it would be a lot different now like um 
probably would have like kind of been I suppose I probably would have been kind of like kind of an angry person like very angry person um like hot-headed do you know what I mean like just would start fights like you know like kind of kind of like you know like what you were saying like you know we play we play like games of PE or whatever and we'd be you know playing in uh, basketball and stuff and you know I'd just start fights like the whole time like you know what I mean oh over what like just like you know because sometimes it like to be fair sometimes it get a bit rough like you know people push you or people think that they can trip you up or whatever like you know because um I don't know maybe that's the kind of school it was I'm not really yeah. sure but uh you know someone would try and do that and you know like as we're now with someone kind of like w- w- the story with him throwing stuff at us like i knew at, i kind of because i was mature enough to kind of assess that like it's just it's not worth it yeah because if, if if we get into it with him you know i said to my friend like if we get into it with him then our day is ruined then like we've had a good night we had a few pints you know went went to the roofs for a bit like you know had a good time there and now we're just on the on the bus back like just chilling like what if we do if we if we do this now then then that's our night's ruined do you know what i mean and he doesn't care like you know he's just so just remove yourself from it and just forget about it but as we're like you know like if someone looked at me crooked or threw something at me or pushed me or something like that you know about when i was like 15 or 16 then like you know, like it, and I'm, yeah. I, I'm not trying to sound like tough around, like I'm not, it wasn't necessarily like, I'm not even like that, I'm not like good at like fighting or anything, like, you know what I mean? But well, like, why do you think you got, why do you think you were so angry? Um, I don't know. I didn't really like maybe, uh, I don't know. Um, just teenage angst, probably. You know, that sounds kind of cliche. Mm. Teenage angst a little bit. Also, I wasn't like a huge fan of school, like ever, like the entire way up. Like I never really liked school. Like, um, not for like any like particular reason. Or just I think I just didn't like the whole like nine to ten, you know, maths and ten to eleven geography. You know, I didn't like that whole kind of shit. Of like, you know, you just go from here to here to here to here, and then you do a shitload of homework when you get home, and then you start it all down the next day. Yeah, you know, it's like you just set the clocks every day is the same. So I don't think I really liked that, and I kind of had my own things I wanted to kind of do. And um, I think that, that, yeah, I think it was honestly, it was just that. And like, you know, yeah. And just, I wouldn't have really kind of got on with it. Like a, a, a lot of the people, like, you know, I had like a few of the boys who I kind of get on with, but like, you know, I wouldn't have got on with like a whole lot of the people. Cause I would have kind of always been interested in like things that, like like you know how it is like most lads are just into football or GAA or things like that like and I like liked them things but I didn't like talking about them all day yeah you yeah. know it was kind of like they were kind of things I liked to do say for fun but there were things I the things I actually cared about like I wouldn't have really had you know like I was always kind of interested more in kind of like kind of creative things like you know like I always like kind of films and stuff growing up or um you know, like kind of more like artistic kind of things. I always kind of would have preferred kind of that whole side of it or reading books and things like that. Like the things that like not a lot of the people I would have been around would have been interested in. 
so maybe there's like a little bit of that as well a little bit of kind of not being around you know like-minded people and i'm not trying to paint a picture of like oh they're all fucking idiots and i'm like super smart or anything. i'm not trying to say that it was just a case of like you know you know when you're just interested in different things in the culture you're in it's like no this is football or that's what we talk about you know what i mean yeah okay so, that, that is the culture as well yeah like no like i know as well even if no i only kind of got into doing a bit of reading in the last year or two but i know well if i did read a book in secondary school i wouldn't be fucking saying it to anybody yeah because that's the cult like it's kind of sad when you think about it as well like and it's kind of like it's it's kind of I, I don't know why maybe you're just brainwashed into thinking this is what you this is kind of what you do and what you don't do and mm. um like not that like not that i didn't read books because like i thought it wasn't wasn't cool i just didn't read them because i fucking hated them but yeah. even if i did read one i would never say to someone like oh did you hear this book i was reading about it was real cool and yeah i don't know why just i and i must be honest like a lot of people i talked to i still wouldn't say it's like to be you know the way certain people you talked about certain things oh for sure you know yeah. like they might yeah some lads will listen some won't mm. so yeah no i think that's yeah that's yeah i think that's true like hey i think a lot of that comes from though just like you know when you're in school a lot of the books you read are kind of shit yeah so it kind of like turns you on reading a bit you know like because i remember when i was getting older like 17 kind of 18 i started kind of reading the books that i wanted to read in my spare time and then that's when i started to like reading like i never read yeah i honestly i didn't read a book for pleasure until i was probably about 17 you know because i hated reading because it was just like the shit books we read in school so i was like man i hate books you know what i mean yeah like that kind of thing yeah but uh no now now i read all the time like and well i try you know it's like get distracted sometimes by like reels on instagram and shit but then um, no i try i try my best to uh to read as much as i can i do english as well so that would like i study english in university so that's kind of a built-in like we have a certain amount of books that we need to read um for each kind of module do you pick is there things assigned to you or do you pick something that's a certain genre of a book or what way does that work um so for example, like we're doing one of the modules is called Literature of Place. So it's a, all about kind of uh, books and stories that have like where the setting is like a main part of what makes the book. Mm. So we're doing like and then in that they teach. That, so they pick the syllabus of the books. So for that class, it's like Gulliver's Travels, which like I think most people have probably heard of Gulliver's Travels. Yeah. And then another book called The Road, which is like kind of like a post-apocalyptic type thing. So like you just read that. So they like give you the list of the books, and then you sometimes they have like ebook versions they put up um, online, but uh, sometimes they're kind of annoying to read. So if yeah. you want to buy like the real, the actual. Yeah, no, just it's nice buying the actual copy of it. I don't know. It feels like even like after when you've read it, you kind of have it up on your shelf, and you're like, mm-hmm. "Geez, I remember that." Or you read a page of it back. I don't know. Yeah. Don't think I'd ever get used to the idea of just having like a fucking Kindle or something. No, because then everything is just on the screen then. Like, yeah, I don't want to sound bored. like an old man, but like everything is on, on the screen then. It's just like your eyes are just mush. Yeah. Because like you're like, I'm going to be on Instagram on this, and then I'm going to go on my Kindle, and then I'm going to go on my iPad. It's just blah, 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 blah. It's like, I almost like it because it's like you're resting your eyes for a second. Like, you know what I mean? Cause... Yeah, like reading is the only consumption thing. Well, not the only thing, but it's one of the biggest like, Cause like there's TV, then there's like fucking you say iPad, iPhones, all this shit, and then there's like reading. So like it's kind of a takeaway from all the screens. Like so, if you're gonna make that a screen as well, what fucking hope the lads have? Like yeah, yeah, absolutely, man, absolutely for sure. It's yeah, I think 
yeah, again, I don't want to sound like an old man or anything, but it's just there's just something about you're kind of just like you're resting for a second hmm. when you just have the actual book rather than just everything is just you know, like think about it, like I've got like Instagram, it's like like hundreds of images, but blah, 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 blah. like think about all the images we see every day, every yeah. day compared to like our grandparents or even our parents. Yeah. We probably see more images in a week than they saw in like a year or maybe even like two years. Think about it, just all take it for granted, all of them pictures just bu- 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 that has to have some impact, like not just the pictures, but like being on a like a screen and like all it has to have some impact somewhere. Like I'd love to, yeah, not just like obviously being on a screen all the time has its fucking impacts, but like see, I don't know, it's interesting to see like. There must be some studies carried out. I actually love to read into that. Yeah, there's see. actually. I remember there's a guy. Uh, he's a neuroscientist. He has a podcast. Um, Andrew Huberman is. Ah, uh, yes. You know Andrew Huberman. Oh, Jesus and all. Um, he has a really cool podcast called Huberman Lab. Um, I recommend it. That's fair. Yeah, no, I listen. That's very cool. <laughs> um, I really like that. And I can't remember what the episode. I can't remember if the episode was all about this or if it was just a part of one of the episodes. But he was talking about the kind of. Um, I suppose you could say like the epidemic of like porn addiction yeah. in young men predominantly. And he was saying that, you know, they, you know, they scan, you know, they could do these scans on your brain. And if you scan the person, like, you know, like cat scans, like all these kind of things, I'm not like yeah. entirely MRI, like all this kind of shit. Like I'm not yeah. entirely sure the specifics of yeah, what the yeah. scans are called, but someone who's addicted to porn and someone who's addicted to cocaine, their brain looks exactly the same. Like, oh. you know, all these dopamine receptors, like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, their yeah, brain yeah. is exactly wired up. It's like, I suppose you could say their brains are equally fucked up. Like the fucked upness that cocaine does to your head is exactly the same way that porn fucks up your head. And oh. I remember when I read that, I was like, holy shit. Like, that's. It's interesting. Yeah. Because think about it. Like, say if what, like three and five people are addicted to porn now. That means three and five people have the same. Three and five. Let's just say. It's oh, that. sorry. Yeah, sorry. I that let's was just that. say it's that. Yeah, I don't okay. know the exact specifics, yeah, but let's okay, just yeah, say yeah. it's like three and five or something like that. Like, that's like a lot of people who are going around with like the brain of a cocaine. Like, I think, yeah. Like, because think about it. We think of cocaine. That's like hard drugs. That's like something you're severely mentally addicted to that people destroy their lives for. Yeah. And then like porn does the same thing that's kind of crazy it's another drug like you yeah. never think about it like that would you know like i i, I definitely wouldn't that's interesting though, the brain the what what's the what did you call them receptor um it's like dopamine receptors dopamine. in your brain yeah just like it's the same thing it's like you're not you're just addicted to and free do- or what's the word free dopamine basically kind of and the way he was talking about it was it's like the same you know when you do cocaine at first it's like amazing and it lasts for like so long but then it's just shorter and shorter. So you just do it and then you get, and then it's like you're addicted to do it because it's like, and it's not, the more you do it, the more addicted you get and the more ineffective it actually gets in itself. And um, it's, it's when you think about it, it's probably the exact same with porn. You first start watching porn, it's amazing and you want to keep doing it because whatever, you know, makes mm. you feel happy or whatever. Yeah, and right. then you just keep doing it and it doesn't even, it's just addicted to feeling good for like five seconds and it, you know maybe some of it's got to do a little bit of procrastination as well but it's scary to think about especially what he the picture he was painting for the future in in this episode was um was pretty scary like you know 
Yeah, it sounds it sounds pretty fucking. It's definitely a modern day fucking start or a modern day thing. You know, fifty years ago, it definitely wasn't something to work like all all these things that are just coming out like not out of the blue, but are like all these kind of problems now, like that just weren't. Like, not saying there wasn't people addicted to coke or fucking porn 50 years ago, but it's it's like all these problems, it's like all these new problems are being thrown at the world. It's not like, it's not like we can kind of learn from, like, the older generation. Like, we can for some things, but, like, it's not as if, like, all the problems are the exact same. We're just learning from the next generation. We're like, right, this is what you don't do, and this is how you get better at this. It's like we're living in a fucking, it's like you're in a different world. Like, things are changing so quickly. Like, all these fucking screens, like, all this shit is changing. I don't know. I don't know. Everyone's going to be wearing them real fucking futuristic goggles yeah. in 20 years time i yeah. don't know what the fuck is this gonna go i don't want to see any more changes yeah. like i'm happy enough the way it is like when you think about it we're in like very uncertain very kind of it's uncharted kind of territory because you think about it a guy's going up in the 80s and a guy's going up in the 50s it's not it's not it's different because it's like the culture changes but it's not too different mm. but when you look at like the 1980s or the 1990s like when our parents would have grown up and you look at now like it's very different like you know what i mean oh, yeah. like even what you were saying about the screens but like about like you know like porn and things like that like like you know in the 80s it was like, like yet like a videotape yeah, or mag- something. magazine or something <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah and then now it's like because of the internet it's like yeah. you just do you know what i mean it's crazy yeah, it, and it's not it's everything like everything is like so accessible to people like you can kind of have whatever the fuck you want yeah like you know like information wise like anything wise like everything is just kind of that has an that has an effect sometimes as well i don't know like maybe maybe there was a value sometimes like people having to look for stuff and actually make an effort to find something i don't know maybe i don't know look huber will come on in a few years yeah. and have, have the fucking yeah. why the world fell apart and yeah. all the neurological downfall like mm. but uh, like it's 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 great like it's really weird to think about because it's like we don't know because it's never been like this before. Like, mm. there's never been, like, and to bring it back to to when we we're talking about um, David Goggins, um, the I think he said before the reason everyone is so unmotivated now is because you have everything. You yeah. have everything immediately when you're born. You don't have to strive for anything anymore. So, like, I have to check myself for this all the time. I don't know about you. Maybe you have to check yourself for it too. But it's almost like now you feel like you're owed something. Yeah. You know, there's like, but you're like, no, no, you have to work for things. Like, you know what I mean? Like sometimes you kind of have to mentally check yourself a bit because, you know, you'll, it's just because we have everything now. Cause like everything is like you said, everything is so accessible. Everything you want now through, you know, your phone. Like think about it. Your phone isn't even really a phone. It's just a computer. Just a small computer. Yeah. In yeah, pocket, think about it like that. It's a super compute. Like, think about it. Imagine if you went back to like 1955 and just gave a phone to somebody. They would think it's like, like, and no one, you know, you read all these like kind of watch all these like, you know, science fiction things like Star Trek and all this kind of stuff. No one predicted the phone. No one predicted no. the internet. You know, all these like things like 1994, like all these, you know, dystopian kind of futures, things like that. No one predicted the Internet. So that just proves like how it just came out of nowhere, like or people underestimated. it. I don't know entirely what happened, but like it just no one predicted it. And it's everything. Everything links back to the Internet. Now, everything was changed by the Internet. What do you watch movies on now? Netflix. No one goes to the cinema anymore. 
how do you listen to music? Spotify. No one buys CDs anymore. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like every single aspect, you know, social interaction, it's all like, you know, blah, 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 blah. It's the internet, yeah. Like if we were to get, if we were literally just to say, pull the plug, internet gone. Yeah. Imagine like everyone has to go out and actually talk to each other again. Yeah. It'd be weird. Like, but like, think about it. Like, I don't know if this ever happened to you. When you lose your phone for a second, you're like, oh shit. That or your phone dies and you're like scared for a second and it's like it's just yeah, a phone that's man that's a fucking disease man. yeah and I, I we have that fucking disease like you lose your phone and you're like jeez i fucking need it and even like i was thinking about this yesterday like you charge your phone up you know when like you see the apple or wait, if you have a samsung whatever i don't know what you see you know the way you see the apple logo when it comes back it's like this little dopamine hit yeah. and it's like oh thank god yeah that's scary like i'm yeah. that's why i'm gonna try i'm gonna fucking from this month on, I'm going to try and make a few fucking rules regarding this cunt of you. Because <laughs> it's getting, yeah. it's getting, it gets to a dangerous point now eventually. Now, because like that kind of gave me that wake up call. It was like, you shouldn't be getting a dopamine hit to see a fucking logo on your phone. No, that's. But these companies, like if you, there's documentaries and things on, on, on Netflix. And um, I can't remember what the name of the document. I think it's called like the social dilemma or something. And these guys at like these companies like Google, and Apple and all these, they, they studied hypnosis. Yeah. If you watch this documentary, it's on Netflix. It's called The, the Social Dilemma. It's kind of like there's a couple of corny parts in there when they try and like, see, because it's like, it's a documentary, but they also film like kind of fictional parts about like a family. Yeah. So like those parts are kind of corny, like the acting's pretty bad, but like the actual documentary part of it itself, these guys studied hypnosis, how to make people addicted, hypnotized by things. All these social media companies and these tech companies, Twitter, facebook you know meta you know all these companies they all studied hypnosis so what and then you think to yourself oh why am i so addicted because they studied how to hypnotize you into being addicted to it they have us on fucking strings yeah it's crazy to think about like I, i'm not downing social media like i think social media is cool you know but i think we've almost like put too much emphasis on it now like almost like oh man you see what he said on twitter or you see what this person did on twitter it's like the comedian, uh, you know, you know Dave Chappelle. Yeah, what he said. Dave now? Chappelle was like talking about he was got he said something I can't remember exactly what he said, but he got into trouble. And he says this in one of his stand up shows. He was like, he was like, man, my friend came to me, and he said, um, he said, man, they're killing you on Twitter. And he just goes, they're killing me on Twitter. And then he just kind of pauses for a second. He goes, I don't give a fuck. Twitter isn't a real place. Yeah. And I was like, that's the mentality to have. Like, yeah, you know, it's yeah. like we we emphasize Twitter. We think about it, Twitter doesn't exist. You can't. It's not a place. It's just it's all just on your phone. Yeah, like, you can get away from it. Like, you should yeah. be able to. Do it. But J- Dave Chappelle is a gas cunt. Yeah, I love uh, I love Chappelle. Listen Chappelle. to I listen to it. I, ages ago, and I was listening to him on Joe Rogan. He's just a gas fucker. Like, is he yeah. come out? With, wasn't there a thing? I think he got in trouble similar time to when Jimmy Carr got in trouble for saying something yeah hey, this is around probably was it it was around sometimes last year i don't know was it the middle of last year i can't remember what car said no i think car made some fucking jewish joke or something i don't know why i think it might have been about um i think it might have been about gypsies maybe the joke gypsies yeah, yeah 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 it was something about like riding the gypsy or something it <laughs> yeah. was something like that and <laughs> yeah. fucking Ch- the chappelle chappelle said something even fucking worse yeah. like knowing him like yeah. so that's an interesting guy though like you were saying about i remember watching that episode on rogan and he's like a really like a really deep kind of thinker like he's a very interesting guy like to to listen to like just talk about things and talk about kind of life and society and things like that yeah another guy who's a bit like that is uh you know theo vaughn yeah 
he's like I've listened to some of his clips and like he'd be like he's he's the dumbest country you ever hear because yeah. you know? he, he just makes up he probably makes up all the stories they're so funny like mm. do you ever hear he'd go on a ramble he'd be like well, I remember one day I was in the library and then uh you know that's that's where you know they have books yeah. and, like, and then he just starting another tangent he'd be like yeah. oh everyone's in their fucking finger each other and he just come, <laughs> he just randomly yeah. go on tangents and then you see I was watching a few clips yesterday and the real deep ones like so these guys are there's more to him than meets you. He's a pretty intelligent dude. He just he never really shows it though. Oh yeah, no, Tio Vaughn, I always say he's the smartest dumb guy I've ever heard <laughs> in my life. Yeah, he's yeah. so interesting. No, a lot of the, a lot of I think comedians in general, I think of because think about it, their whole job is to dissect society. Mm. So like you have to be pretty smart to do, if you want to be good at it, you have to be pretty smart, right? Yeah, that's true. I think yeah. they kind of like a lot of people say like Oh well, these guys just go up and tell like dick jokes or whatever. It's yeah. like, nah, it's a little bit more to it than dick jokes when you think about it. Like you know, but, yeah. Uh, no, comedians are great. Chappelle's great. I like Chappelle. Um, any final thing you want to say before I round this off? Um, oh, sorry, fucking yeah. You can plug your thing now. Sure. Yeah, uh, I just want to do a quick plug if that's all right. So, um, I'm uh, starting this thing. It's called um, it's called Sun Productions. So it's like Shane O'Neill. It's like an anagram of my name, and uh, we have um, we have like an Instagram page, and it's brand new. And um, so we're we're a Maynooth-based amateur filmmaking collective, a place for creatives of all types to work together and make high-quality short films. So if you're in any way a creative person, or if you um, are interested, not even specifically films, like if you're if you love acting or if you love um fashion you know we need always need costume designers and things for these films and so um yeah we we, we plan on on getting to work as soon as possible i have a couple of people or a couple of really cool people who um are also uh interested in in starting things and just making like a, you know it's got it's amateur it's independent but i suppose that the kind of thing that would draw people into it because you know obviously there would be no getting paid or anything but just like to do something you love and as well as that like everybody needs po- stuff for portfolios and things like that so um yeah just like i said like it's it's if you're in any way a creative person or an artistically inclined person um please um feel free to to text us on uh, on instagram so it's sun and then underscore productions and uh we only have like two followers right now but uh we're just getting started and uh we uh no we hope to do really good work and uh yeah i'm 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 excited to 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 get going on things we have some scripts and stuff that were uh i've written some scripts and uh i'm working on some scripts with some other people so we're kind of getting the basis down for a couple of the films that we want to make and we're real, real excited to get going. Anyway, so please, uh, so Sun underscore Productions, please uh, send us a message in any way if you're, and it doesn't matter your level of, you don't have to have like, because it's all about learning too, you know. So if you feel like I don't want to do it because I'm not like that experienced, then um, I'm there. I'm sure there'll be another person there who is experienced, and you can learn from each other, and just learning on the job as well. Yeah. You know, a lot of people now think that like oh, I'm not instantly good at it, so I'm just going to be shit and then it'll be terrible. But it's like, no, because we learn from doing, right? And yeah. it'll get better. And, you know, the fifth one we make will be will be hopefully better than the first one. And 
it's just it's it's just a, it's just a great opportunity i think for a, a bunch of people to get together and just be creative so um yeah i think that that that's that's my pitch so Perfect. Well, that's well that's a great way to round things off um yeah sure we'll we shall leave it there i suppose perfect well look your boss